Hello, everyone, and welcome. My name is Jennifer Uzio. I'm the founder of Soul Language, and I'm dedicated to providing my listeners with tangible tools to embody their divinity, create a life based on freedom. This is Asked and Answered by Soul, where we focus on topics that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. And today is very fun for me because I'm with Shoshana French, and we're talking about why is intuition practical? Welcome, my friend. Mm, thank you. What a fun topic. I know. <laughs> and here's the thing. We're both like, we're, we're, people would call us tapped in, right? We're both highly intuitive. Um, but I really want to, I think so often people think it's like, oh, woo woo. And how do I use it in my everyday life? And I know you and I laugh at that because it's so practical. So tell us from your amazing mouth, why intuition is really very practical and people should be tapping in as much as they can and as frequently as they can. Mm, As frequently. I think that's the really important part. (laughs) Because you're playing the game of averages here, right? So we have free will. So we're not always doing what it says. So the more often you use it, the more likely you are to follow it. (laughs) Love that. I love that. And I think that's really important. And I think so often people, I think that's where they go, oh, well, I listened and it didn't all work out. And then they refuse to listen anymore because they listened once and free free will was involved and it didn't go as they thought it would go. Right, right. Well, the, um, why I say intuition is practical, intuition is this knowing that we have, you know, and I use that word lightly because for some people they feel and some people hear and some people see, but in the world of using intuition, you can use it anywhere. So you can use it, whether you're stuck in traffic, um, and trying to figure out how to get out of traffic and your ways is loading really, really slow. You can use it. You can use it when you're you know, you've popped up on the screen, all the doctors that are covered under your insurance and you don't know, you have like 30 options and you're, you're like, I don't know who to choose. You can use it anytime, whether you are, you know, having a really great day and you're wondering how to have even better one, or you're just having one of the craptastic days that happen sometimes and you can use it about anything. So you can use it in relationship. You can use it really, you can use it for anything. So when I say practical, use intuition practically, it's really for anything. I've watched people, I myself, and I've watched other people use it in business when they're deciding which contractors to hire, what, you know, what employees, like which employees to put in what teams, how to make the best use of the people that they have. I've watched, um, you know, women use it inside of relationship, trying to choose both who is the best fit for them in a romantic relationship, as well as, you know, uh, what to do for their children, you know, about school or like that kind of thing. Um, I use it all the time, really practically when my husband and I were getting ready to start looking for houses. Um, what we noticed is we kept kind of like being in this argument about where even to start (laughs) and both him and I paused and we were like, well, let's use our intuition. What does intuition say? And he was like, I got it. Let's, you know, each print out a map of Denver, which is where we live in Colorado. And then both of us are going to circle all the areas where we're willing to live. And then let's put the maps together. And he got that from his intuition. His intuition popped the idea in his head and it made it super simple, super simple. So 
that's what I would say about practically using intuition is it does actually simplify, but the little caveat to that is sometimes intuition tells you things that you don't actually, or you're not really going to like. Right. <laughs> so if you've been dating somebody for a while and you're checking with your intuition, like it, it's a good fit. And you get a very solid, no, you may not like that. You might just, you know, ignore it. <laughs> Uh, and we all know what happens in the long run when we ignore it. But you have this, I'm going to call it a system that allows people to understand their intuition in, in a very easy way, which always then helps them to kind of tune into that more. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So I developed this uh, test, which ultimately gives people their blueprint, their intuitive blueprint. So intuition in my world, after many years of studying it, I kept asking this question, which is how do I teach anybody to use their intuition, you know, from people who are like, we used like the words we used in the beginning, more woo woo. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then people who are more, you know, logic-based analytical, how could I teach intuition to anybody inside of kind of that range? And that's what popped up this um, intuitive blueprint. So the idea is that intuition is made up of two parts. And so once you take the blueprint test, you understand better how you're like the mechanics of how your intuition works. And once you understand the mechanics of how your intuition works, it makes it much, much easier to apply and use. I love that. I think that's, you know, I think people fall down about their, how their database, right. You know, and they fall down because they also want it to look like how I get my information. Right. And they're missing all of the good stuff that they're healing from the hearing from their own intuition because they're, they're looking for something else instead of really understanding their own operating system. So I love that. So what has your intuition, your soul shared with you throughout your journey? Like what's been that big theme of what your soul has said to you? <laughs> My soul talks to me all the time. But... <laughs> uh, I would say that from the get-go, from my earliest memory, even till now, uh, it's it's the miracle of being alive. And that has taken a bunch of different forms, whether it's just how, you know, completely gobsmacked I get sometimes by nature, all the places I've traveled, or just human beings, like how remarkable human beings can be, uh, a re- you know, like an amazing meal in a great restaurant, or cuddles with my husband, like to me, the message that has been the theme through my whole life is just that it is just the enjoy life. Beautiful. So how does your intuition help you do that? Like you, you know, your operating system, you, you know, how you get your information, you know, how to utilize that. So how has knowing all that information helped you enjoy life even more? Mm. Well, I think of intuition and some people talk about it this way, but I think of intuition a little bit like my inner guidance system. And if you, if you plug in to your GPS, the wrong address, it will take you to the wrong address. So for me, the, the clearer I've gotten over time, right? So I hear that because I think anybody listening to this, if you've heard a message from your soul, but you're not totally sure exactly what it's trying to say. So I thought for many years, that happiness, I got that I was supposed to enjoy life, but I thought that had a 
circumstantial element to it. Like things in life would be lined up and that's when I would be happy, like being mm. in a relationship or finding my right work or being liked. Cause I'm, you know, completely recovered. People, these are mostly recovered. So <laughs> the using my intuition was really like, you know, once I, once I was aligned with and really got that where I was headed was total, you know, surrender to the joy and miracle of life. My intu- my intuition was my inner guidance system to that. So what that looks like, I could give a hundred examples, but the three ones that just pop in my brain right now, one was uh, I was traveling in a country where I didn't speak the language. I um, had been playing guitar kind of on the, you know, in the plaza all day long. And uh, really late at night, I found myself in a neighborhood that was, you know, there was no lighting. I was the only woman. I was the only, you know, English speaker. And my, my brain was telling me like, what are you doing? Get out of there. But my intuition was like, stay put. So I hung out for like another 10 or 15 minutes. And this guy walked up and his name was Seymour. And he said, uh, you should not be here in perfect English, grab my guitar. He said, let me walk you back. Where are you staying? (laughs) And as we walked, he said to me, he said all these really, he told, he taught me a phrase in Spanish, um, which means good people. And he, uh, and he had me get that, you know, to be a citizen of the world is different than being a tourist. And he said that I was that I'm a citizen of the world and I see the beauty in all things. And it was like, that's the thing about intuition in that moment was being guided to a total stranger and a place that could have been potentially dangerous, but actually I ended up spending another two days with him while I was in Southern Spain, got to know him and his family, where he was from. And he taught me this, just a deep appreciation for the area that I was, why it was the way that it was, why the kind of people who live there, all the languages that were spoken, but like that was a unique one of a kind experience that really connected me to the joy of life. And that was entirely, if I had, he said, if I had walked away instead of staying put until he came, he said there, there, there were people kind of watching me. He said, people get mugged all the time there. So I was, that wasn't luck. That was my intuition really communicating to me. Like that's way more of enjoyment than getting mugged. Um, a second example was when I worked for a transformational education company, I was, I went into like a big room where some people were taking a class on a Saturday before I hopped on the phone to make sales. And there was this guy at the microphone sharing about his relationship with his mom and how he was transforming it. And I was like, oh my gosh, who is that? And in my head, I heard that's the man you're going to marry. And I was like, uh, what? Mm-hmm. so you know, I could tell the really long story, but the short version of it is asked him out. He wasn't interested. We became friends. And nine years later, we got married. So it took nine years, <laughs> but every moment before we actually got married was better and better and better. He really has become now we've known each other for 18 years. He really has become like my favorite person on the planet and my constant reminder to enjoy life with my husband, Steven. And that you know, every moment during that process of waiting for us to get married, I could have given up. But every time I asked my intuition, it would always say yes, but not yet, like be patient, basically. And um, I got to tell you that learning patience in that process was 
is a great way of me being more connected to enjoying life because sometimes things are real slow. (laughs) Yeah, I get that. I'm not a, I've had to learn patience as well. I mean, I think, you know, there's this kind of, you see it, you, you go, okay, I know all the, I know everywhere where everyone has to be on the chess board. Let's get there. Right. And, mm-hmm. you're, and everyone's like, well, we're not ready yet. So just cause you can see it, like you have to relax. And so, uh, you know, <laughs> sometimes knowing all of the things, you know, you have to kind of settle in and going, okay, so we're just going to be while everything seems to move on and tune in and go, okay, what do I, what do I do or be before all of those parts come together? Mm-hmm. What is the big question that you've been asking lately? Because we're in kind of mm. some interesting times. We are for sure. It's so funny. You, it's it's great to be uh, on a call with somebody or on a podcast with somebody who's intuitive. Because the question you are asking me is exactly where I was like, well, I wonder how I could bring up the thing that I'm like have been working on right now. <laughs> and you asked me that question. I love that. Uh, so starting probably about four years ago, roughly in 2017. Um, I begin to ask this question, which is how do I attract and be around more people who don't think like I do? Because not, not like a dig on myself, but uh, mostly the people I hung out with thought like I did. They thought like I did. They had the same beliefs. They would vote for the same people. They probably like similar, not exactly the same things, but, but similar. And in 2017, I had this experience at a party where um, I said something out loud that uh, at the time for the whole room, except for two people landed. And for those two people, it didn't. And I saw their faces and I was like, oh no. (laughs) And I ended up having a conversation with them and they were kind of my first foray really into uh, a relationship, a friendship with people who think completely differently than I do. They both have very different upbringings than I do. They have different political leanings. Um, And that's the question I've been asking recently is how can I be guided to more people who think differently than me? Because I'm, I'm interested in, um, I'm interested in, in my ability to help more people, you know, be connected to their intuition. And it's different to have a conversation with somebody who thinks differently than you and explain, like, be able to bridge that, you know, where I stand, what I think, how my brain works to where somebody else thinks to be able to have them consider and connect to their intuition powerfully. And so um, that's the question I've been asking recently. And an example of that is, you know, my dad is 70. We think completely differently. Like, one of his favorite sayings is, I don't suffer fools gladly, (laughs) and no good deed goes unpunished. So they're like, the things I've been hearing my whole life. And I like, if you ask me like, what are your two philosophies in life? One would be that every, everything you do, that's, that's good or kind gets paid back in threefold. Like that's just, I've always believed that. And that all people do their best, whether their best works great or not fine, but that all people are trying their best. And so uh, I practice this practice of using my intuition to guide me in conversation with my dad, which to be totally honest, had not occurred to me until I've been working on this thing about communicating effectively with people who think differently than me. So we're having dinner and he says stuff he always says, which I find they're just, it's disturbing or upsetting to me. 
um, because we do think so differently. Like, why is he saying that stuff? And I was like, oh, my intuition. I was like, listen, I really want to be connected to him. So how do I do that? And for me, that's a big part of intuition is the ability to be more deeply connected to people. So I just started asking him questions. And in those questions, we had this amazing conversation. He, I mean, he's 70. I mentioned that, but like he said stuff to me, he had never said like he was willing to, yeah, it was amazing. Explained himself in ways that I could actually understand. And, you know, ultimately I'm part of this thing called the wisdom keepers council. It's like a a group of international leaders. There are 150 leaders from all over the world and different um, uh, emphases. Like we have a guy who's a, a, a peace philosopher and we have people who are, you know, the, the chief of the first nations in Canada, like all that kind of stuff, bunch of really amazing people. And I got invited to that group because one of the commitments I have is like a world that works for everyone. And I don't have any idea how to have that happen. So I think intuition can lead us there because intuition, if we're asking the right questions, can lead us to completely different solutions, both in our own life, but also more broadly what's possible. So that's that for me is how, uh, that's the question I've been asking recently is how do you bridge uh, that communication and connection between people who don't think the same way. Cause I think that perhaps might be the only way that we can create a world that works. I so, love that. Yeah. You know, and as you were talking, I was nodding my head, everyone, but uh, as you were talking, you know, I thought, Oh, duh. So intuition here is to help us remind us that we are the individualization of the one right that we are whole and complete and if we are whole and complete that we must treat everyone like they're whole and complete right so intuition here is actually to bring us closer and not farther apart right yeah and i think that's powerful and i think uh i'm you know i learned the hard way i learned the hard way that uh highly intuitive people aren't always highly conscious people (laughs) Because I thought they were one in the same. Ha! No, Jokes on me. Definitely not. Right. And, <laughs> and um, so I think that you know, when you keep that in, in the forefront, then it also allows you not only to use your intuition but utilize it in a conscious way, wholeness and completeness, rather than separating. Um, one of the things that you will see my eye roll energetically is when people go, "Oh, I'm such an old soul." Great, you're an old soul. So you've been here a bunch of times, still can't get it right. Okay. Like, but they use that as a way to like elevate themselves, right? Like, oh, I'm highly intuitive. I'm a highly spiritual person. Mm. And every time someone says it, you can literally, you can see, hear the eye roll in my voice, right, everyone? Um, Because I go, really? Because I know the more I know, the less I know. Amen. Right? (laughs) Right? And that has allowed me to, to use my intuition consciously in a way that supports my wholeness and completeness and therefore supports others wholeness and completeness so um yeah i mean every time i talk to you like we another domino is placed in the long dominoes of how we're connected um on on so many levels so as we're kind of wrapping up our time together today what do you want people to take away um, from our conversation about intuition and, and it being practical. And then let's please give out the quiz address so people can start taking that quiz. 
um, so they can tap in more. Mm, yeah. So if you are listening to this podcast and if you're one of Jennifer's regular listeners, you're probably somebody who is a combination, both a woo and practical. So <laughs> this, this invitation is for you specifically, um, which is once you, once you understand the mechanics of your intuition, meaning how it works, like what are the nuts and bolts of it, then applying it becomes easier it's, it, you just think about it like anything else, you know, when you're first learning a language, you know, and you, for example, any language and all you can say stuff is in the present tense. You're like, I'm standing here. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am drinking. But if mm. you want to say you drank yesterday, sometimes you have to get a little creative. So it's the same thing with intuition. The, when you learn to tap into your intuition in the beginning, it will be a new language. So you know, my practical advice for you, my invitation for you is if you've already practiced with, tried out, trying to learn, trying to understand your intuition, just find a way to one, practically apply it. So use it in situations where your emotional connection is not quite so intense because the more, the more attached we are, the harder it is to interpret what our intuition is trying to communicate to us. So I would always advocate for people to practice using their intuition um, in simpler situations so they can watch the mechanics of their intuition. Don't use it when your pet is throwing up because you're going to be emotionally attached, right? (laughs) Like don't use it when you're like, oh my God, I need, like don't, when the heart's panicking and you're in fear, that's Mm -hmm. not the time to test how your intuition works. It's just not. No, no, it's really not. And the, <laughs> the thing I would suggest is, you know, go take the test. It's right on my website, simplespirit.com. When you, you know, when you open the website, immediately you'll see the button, take the test, take the test. It takes, you know, about three to five minutes, depending on how quickly you put the answers. And then at the end, you'll get your results. And then a video from me, kind of explaining what the results mean. So then that way you have a better understanding of how your intuition works. So I would say one, better understanding of the mechanics. And then two, once you've understood the mechanics, once you begin to understand the mechanics, then all there is, is practice, 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 practice. And people always ask me the question, well, how do I practice? And it's not what you think. I think the people have in their mind sometimes like practicing is, you know, someone holding the cards with the images on it. And then you have to guess what's <laughs> on the card. That's not, no. that's not the kind of practice I'm talking good luck. about. Good luck. <laughs> so a, good, a good place to just start practicing is not connecting outside of you, you know, trying to figure out what, what steps to take, but connecting with yourself. So a good practice is asking yourself questions and then honoring what you either hear, see, feel, or know. So you could even do this today. You could ask, what would feel good to me right now? So if you're waking up in the morning and you always do the same thing, whether it's wake up and brush your teeth or wake up and make your coffee, just check in with your body, right? Check in with your intuition and ask, what would have me have a great day? What, what is the first thing I could do right now that would have me have a great day. And then whatever you get first, remembering the mechanics of intuition after you take the test, you'll have a better understanding where you're focused. But after you've done that, ask that question, pay attention to 
what you get first, whether you hear it, see it, feel it, know it, and then follow it, like trust it, follow it. And then just keep practicing like that. Check in with yourself first. That's, that's an easier place to start. When you start checking in about your, let's say spouses or children or work or bosses or other people, it gets a little more complicated because uh, you don't have any say about other people. You only have say about you. So it's easier to start with yourself. <laughs> Love it. Uh, what's the site address? Simplespirit.com. Beautiful. And as we're wrapping up here, if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, what would your magnet say? Mm. <laughs> I'm like, what a great question. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, if uh, my higher self uh, was a magnet, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it would say do epic shit. That's that's what my magnet would say. I love it. Works for me. (laughs) Love it. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Thank you so much. I love chatting with you. So thanks so much for showing up and sharing your wisdom. Mm. Thanks for having me. I love, I love our conversations. They're always so fun. They are fun. And we only tip, we only hit the tip of the iceberg here. So you'll have to come on again. Thank you so much. Mm, Thanks, Jennifer. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answer by Soul. I'm Jennifer Uziel. Please feel free to share this podcast with your community. Leave a comment, feedback, rate it, contact me directly. Of course, once again, I highly recommend that you contact all of my guests and especially this one, because listen, everyone loves a quiz, take the quiz um, and really start to tap into your intuition. Even if you've been on the path for a while, you can always learn something more. Uh, Remember, the more you know, the less you know. So again, this is Jennifer Izzio and be your soul. Bye for now. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with ElectroCast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of ElectroCast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join ElectroCast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to ElectroCast.com and join our community today. ElectroCast. Transform your influence. Electric acid. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed.